0: grace and peace to you bloom welcome back to our guided liturgy podcast and we're in easter which uh, has felt sort of uh disequilibriating for me because we're still in the middle of this pandemic and there's still a lot of of loss of sickness and uh there's still a lot of uncertainty and fear. And and we're in the middle of this season, or we're starting this season in the church, where we're called to remember who we are as the risen in Christ. So it's this constant uh, call to to go deeper into that reality. And, um, and I think that in this we'll discover... You know, more beautiful ways of being the church, of being life and resurrection mm-hmm. and healing in the middle of, of what seems now a world that is, is very much dark. So happy Easter.
1: Happy Easter. <laughs> happy Easter.
0: How was that? It good. Um, we're going to do what we usually do on this podcast. Our hope and our prayer is that as you listen, that you'll be drawn into the reality of Easter. Christ risen and incarnated through us as the church. Bloom, you are loved, and our prayer is that this really would be a time where you encounter the one who loves you.
2: Bloom, let's confess our sin together. Like Mary at the empty tomb, we fail to grasp the wonder of your presence lord have mercy
0: lord have mercy
2: like the disciples behind locked doors we are afraid to be seen as your followers christ have mercy
1: christ have mercy.
2: like thomas in the upper room we are slow to believe lord have mercy May the Father of all mercies cleanse us from our sin and restore us in his image to the praise and the glory of his name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
3: We pray to Jesus, who is present with us to eternity. Jesus, light of the world, bring the light and peace of your gospel to the nations. Jesus, Lord of life. In your, in your mercy, hear us. Jesus, bread of life, give food to the hungry and nourish us all with your word. Jesus, Lord of life,
2: in your your mercy, hear hear us.
3: Jesus, our way, our truth, our life, be with us and all who follow you in the way. Deepen our appreciation of your truth and fill us with your life. Jesus, Lord of life.
2: In your mercy, hear us.
3: Jesus, good shepherd who gave your life for the sheep, recover the straggler, bind up the injured, strengthen the sick, and lead the healthy and strong to new pastures. Jesus, Lord of life.
2: In your mercy, hear us.
3: Jesus, the resurrection and the life, we give you thanks for all who have lived and believed in you. Raise us with them to eternal life. Jesus, Lord of life.
2: In your mercy, hear us. Accept our prayers and be with us always. Amen.
4: Amen. So badly needed You are so sure. It is right and good and joyful to bring our praise to you.
5: Psalm sixteen. Keep me safe, O God, for I have come to you for refuge. I said to the Lord, you are my master. Every good thing I have comes from you. The godly people in the land are my true heroes. I take pleasure in them. Troubles multiply for those who chase after other gods. I will not take part in their sacrifices of blood or even speak the names of their gods.
3: Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. The land you have given me is a pleasant land. What a wonderful inheritance.
2: I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me.
0: No wonder my heart is glad, and I rejoice. My body rests in safety. For you will not leave my soul among the dead, or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. Glory Glory to to the the Father, and to the the Son, and to the the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now,
2: and now, and and will be forever.
5: Hear the Gospel of the Lord, according to John, chapter 20. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. "'Peace be with you,' he said. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side. They were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. "'Again,' he said." peace be with you as the father has sent me so i am sending you then he breathed on them and said receive the holy spirit if you forgive anyone's sins they are forgiven if you do not forgive them they are not forgiven one of the 12 disciples thomas nicknamed the twin was not with the others when jesus came They told him, We have seen the Lord. But he replied, I won't believe it unless I see the nail wounds in his hands, put my fingers into them, and place my hand into the wound in his side. Eight days later, the disciples were together again, and this time Thomas was with them. The doors were locked, but suddenly, as before, Jesus was standing among them. Peace be with you he said. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and look at my hands. Put your hand into the wound in my side. Don't be faithless any longer. Believe. My Lord and my God, Thomas exclaimed. Then Jesus told him, You believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. Then Jesus told him, You believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. The disciples saw Jesus do many other miraculous signs in addition to the ones recorded in this book. But these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in him, you will have life by the power of his name. The Gospel of the Lord.
2: Thanks Thanks be to God. God. So Dave, uh, it's officially the second week of Easter. We just had our Easter service, and it was a little bit different this year, uh, just based on everything that's going on in the world with the quarantine and the pandemic. Um, And what a lot of people might not know is that the season of Easter continues past the day of Easter. Um, And so we are, yeah, we're in the second week of Easter now, and we're going to continue for a few more weeks So what does that, first of all, just before we get into the passage, what does that mean? What is the season of Easter?
0: Yeah, uh, I think it feels like Lent. Mm. I mean, Easter, the season of Easter, that's the wrong answer. It doesn't feel like Lent, but I think given what we're going through, it doesn't feel that different, and um, that's kind of how I'm reading this passage. I mean, normally... The season of Easter is a time where the church focuses on the resurrection of Christ and what that means for us as the new reality sets in to our world that things are made new and made beautiful, resurrected, restored. And that's that's the Christian hope. And, and that is still where we are, mm-hmm. for sure. And the challenge and the invitation uh, to... To our community is to remember that life is beautiful and that our lives are made beautiful by Christ. And the invitation is to is to find the flow of Christ, the presence of Christ in our lives, even now, mm-hmm. and give ourselves to that fully. I think um, our spheres of influence have shrunk, mm-hmm. and for most of us, we're maintaining our households and for the ones who are on the front lines, working to keep our society going and to tend to the sick, then they most certainly are doing the work of Christ right there and that's Easter. I think the thing that, that hits me about this passage is, is you, you find these friends of Jesus behind locked doors and they're afraid which is, you know, being, being a pastor here is where I feel that, you know, that's the stories I've heard is people are behind locked doors and they're afraid. The difference here is that these friends of, of Christ are the ones that lock the doors because of fear of where are they going to be next?
1: Hmm. We
0: are in a situation where the doors have been locked for us. And in that sense, It does feel a little bit in this story and to us like Lent has been extended. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I don't know if the reality of the resurrection has hit them. Mm -hmm. Well, it hasn't. Right. And in that sense, to be honest, I think that is where I've been sometimes in this Easter. And I, I think that's perhaps where a lot of our community is, is has the reality of the resurrection hit us? because when you look outside the door, things are really hard. Mm -hmm. And for some of us just looking inside of our own souls, things feel hard Mm -hmm. and hopeless. Mm -hmm. Christ brings life into places that have died and he brings light into dark places. And that's what he's doing here. They're afraid, they've locked the doors and he just is all of a sudden there. He's just standing. Mm -hmm. Somehow, he breaks through the fear and he breaks through the locks and he's standing right there. And he says, he says, peace be with you. And if, if we were to look in, in the Greek and in, in what he was saying, he was saying a, a word shalom, which is, in a sense, a blessing. It's saying, may you be drawn into the reality of the resurrection. So it really, if you think about it, it it's, it's the first time that shalom was ever said over a group of people that it actually held the fullness of its meaning hmm. because he had just finished that work on the cross. He had just reconciled us to God. It's, it's like peace be with you on fire. And he speaks to that to them into their fear. Into the room where they locked so that no one could come in, he finds this way of standing among them and speaking a new reality right into their beings. Which is I read this and and I feel like a little stuck in Lent. It feels like they're stuck in Lent. Mm -hmm. And that's what Christ does. He finds this way of of showing up into the place of isolation, into the place of fear. And he speaks into us. He calls us into and proclaims over us that new reality, that death is defeated, that we have been brought close to God, that we've been reconciled, that we too can live beautiful lives in Christ, rooted in resurrection. I always thought he said... Peace be with
2: you, because he like teleported into the room and scared the crap out of them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, he may yeah, have. Yeah, I guess I think I I felt that too.
0: <laughs> I, it's probably a good thing to say if you just appear in someone's. <laughs> <of a minute.
1: laughs>
0: Peace be with you. And then and then he get, and then he just he breathes on them and mm-hmm. says, "Receive the Holy Spirit," mm-hmm. which. You know, I, my favorite part of of our gathering when we meet together on Sundays. And, and what I cannot wait to do again is this, is this: we have this moment where we just recognize that we have been brought together by Christ, that we've been made one in Christ. And we have this moment where we just breathe. Mm-hmm. And we breathe in the breath that is the gift that we've been given from God. And we recognize who we belong to and who holds us. I love that moment of where we corporately, as a family, we open ourselves up to the spirit. Mm-hmm. So then he says to them, as the father has sent me, so I sent you, which right there is the, is the mystery and the beauty of incarnation. As the father has sent Jesus, so he sends us and that's who we are in the world and to the world and for the world the incarnation of Christ on the earth. And so the love and the healing and the peace, the grace, the power of God that we saw displayed in Jesus is displayed through us. It's the, in a sense that continuation of the story of redemption. As the Father has sent the Son, so the Son sends us. And he gives them right there, just this right there. In the middle of their fear, he gives them this powerful, beautiful picture of who they are to be and who they really are in the world. And we see that story lived out. We see throughout the rest of scripture, we see what that looks like and we see it today. We've seen it all through church history. What is the church in and to the world? Well, it's the incarnation of Christ in people as the Father has sent Jesus So we are sent. Receive the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Be at peace. Be drawn into the new reality. Shalom. Mm -hmm. One of the things I noticed as you
2: were talking is that you did not talk about Thomas much. And and I would say traditionally in the church, they talk like that's all they talk about Mm -hmm. in this passage. And and honestly, I really like the way you explained it and talked about it. Because I think it speaks to something that this passage, like maybe the heart of the story, um, instead of just talking about Thomas, the doubter, and Thomas, the, the one without faith, and how we should be less like Thomas. You know, like I feel like it, it can be weaponized, uh, this, this passage. So
0: I I just wondered what your thoughts were when we not talking about Thomas. I mean, we can talk about Thomas. The thing about Thomas for me is that it's this it's like this bold-lettered, affirmation of the doubters and the skeptics that where are they in the story they're central Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I mean that's something that that those of you that have been around bloom for a long time we embrace because it's doubting and 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 being skeptical and, and being having that tendency to isolate and not knowing where you fit into the story and wanting to to make, you know, you make these big demands, like, well, if I can put my hand in his side, like, really? Mm -hmm. But it's this big, I'll believe if, and then the, you know, the, the bar is raised so high. Well, those people still are in the story. I mean, the, the whole church is full of doubters. The whole church is full of people who are trying to wrap their minds around what resurrection means. I mean, the giving of the great commission, like we love to talk about the great commission, go into all nations and baptize them. I mean, that's, wonderful but if you look at that passage it says some of them held within themselves doubt yet they followed so if you're i mean to me it it gives permission to be fully human Mm -hmm. with all the things that that means which is doubt and fear and and when we're invited into the story of resurrection fully as we are And, and yes we're made new and yes A lot of those times, those doubts have a way of being submersed into a greater story of faith, but it doesn't exclude us from approaching Christ. I mean, I don't know if that's what you're used to hearing. I hope that satisfies your your need to
3: To talk about Thomas. Well, and I wonder too if, because I always have heard it that way too, Seth, but I wonder if some of what Jesus is saying when he's like, you know, you, you need to not have doubt. I mean... Is that some of it is like, is, see, even this man who like walked with me and through this whole process is having a moment of doubt, like, blessed are you who like can sit in that place and still move forward, you know, mm-hmm. who, who even without seeing like how much greater the doubt must be and must feel. So I, I, I don't know, I'm kind of liking it with this invitation in versus being pushed away because you've got doubt but more like this is hard (laughs) and I meet you where you're at Thomas in fact like for anyone who's like not even met me I meet you where you're at and may be blessed for like still coming to the table with your doubts
0: Mm -hmm. I'm with y'all I don't I don't see Thomas being pushed away he's actually I mean he's drawn in and and he ends up saying this my Lord and my God I mean Thomas says the whole point of it all he sees it Mm -hmm. i mean i don't hear jesus saying you better not doubt what i hear jesus saying is is giving an invitation into an experience of of who he is and what resurrection feels like and then he goes on to kind of say this last beatitude he says blessed are those who believe without seeing me that's just like every beatitude it's a call into Mm -hmm. what it looks like to be the resurrected on the earth. It's, to me, it's all invitational. It's not condemning, and and we can't become that without the Spirit in us, which is why he says, receive the Holy Spirit. I mean, it really is kind of all in here, you know? Mm -hmm. What happens in this room, if you just like expand it out and just blow it up, it sort of is most of our Christian life. Mm which is the crazy part about it.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, it's God and man yeah.
2: together. Yeah. It's, the, it's the full humanity and the full divinity of God in one together. room.
1: Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful.
5: But, you know, I keep going back to you talking about Feeling as though in this season that it's an extension of Lent, what we're experiencing now. And it's interesting that you say that. I resonate with that. Um, mm-hmm. Sunday morning, Easter Sunday, I, I just remember waking up and obviously knowing it was going to feel like a different type of Easter morning than normal. But the first thought that went through my head was how are we going to experience or where are we going to see life come up out of death in the next year? Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know that ever on an Easter morning was I thinking that Mm -hmm. long of a term.
1: Mm
5: -hmm. I'm wondering if on the other side of that if there's going to be an extension to the "quote unquote" Easter season mm-hmm. of the the resurrection that we see coming out of the death that we're in the middle of right now, and I think I'm anticipating that, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'll... hopeful, um, but I also want to to tune in to this. Piece that you're pointing out with the disciples and what they were being called to, and to really take time to think what does that mean for us today, right now, in this season, to be vessels of the mm-hmm. resurrected life? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that is the beauty of it. As the Father has sent me, so I am mm-hmm. sending you.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm as the church our great imitation and our role in this season is to say what spirit of god throw me into the flow of christ mm-hmm. in our world
5: yeah
0: and i was sharing with y'all earlier in prayer this morning seeing this this like it was like water the flow of christ All that that Christ is, resurrection, healing, power, grace, forgiveness, peace. Just making its way, as water does, through Mm -hmm. the cracks Mm -hmm. in the earth, which is our world, into the hardest, darkest places, because that's what resurrection does. It finds the things that are dead and without hope. Mm -hmm. And that's who Christ was and is among people. That's why he's in this room full of, of fearful people. Mm. But the invitation and prayer to me was, was go to those places with me. I mean, immediately I'm like, no way. Yeah. It's too hard, it's too dark. But then what Christ was saying to me is, is you're not just spelunking into these caverns by yourself. Right. When you go, you're you're fully immersed in who I am like as the church, we're fully in that flow, in that river of the divine, of of the work of Christ, of Christ himself in our world. And so our experience of that, although we are drawn to the hardest places, the darkest places is, is our experience of Christ, which is peace and healing and freedom and beauty. I don't want to stay on the surface. And I think as a church, Bloom, our goal here, our, our purpose in this season is not to stay on the surface, mm-hmm. not to try to recreate something that we feel like we lost mm-hmm. in this season. Right. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Like we can't gather anymore, so let's just try to recreate that as best we can. Mm-hmm. We can't, you know, if things are still okay, we're still on the surface, well, Christ is calling us to the depths.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's actually, if to me, if... If we want peace, if we want joy, and we want what He gave to the disciples that day, that shalom, Mm -hmm. that is encapsulated in Christ and we are in Christ and Christ is going to the, the deepest places of need in our world. There's something in me that's stirring and really hopeful to say what will the church be what will our little expression of the church be in Denver? Will we be the incarnated Christ? Mm-hmm. Will be expressions of the life and the healing and the beauty of Christ in this season? I mean, yeah. that's Easter.
3: Right. Yeah. And maybe the church should take a lesson from the disciples and stop for a second before we just run back out there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do think that there is something about waiting to see what the Lord is doing in this time and not assuming mm-hmm. it's the same thing.
2: Well, what happens when the disciples wait? God shows up. He comes <laughs> to them, yeah, that's right. right. I mean, Jesus teleports into the room,
3: <laughs> and
2: later when they're waiting, the Spirit comes. Yeah. Like, I think, that's, I think that's part of it for us. Like, right now is this divine waiting and listening. Of, like, mm-hmm. what is the Spirit trying to tell us right now? Yeah. And I think what's going to come out of it is a different looking church. Yeah. A church that serves like Jesus served. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's coming back to the roots of what it should be. Yeah. And I, 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 at least I hope that's where we end up. <laughs> I think yeah. we're on the right track.
0: I know in, in our little community, I know that we're holding depression mm-hmm. and a good deal of fear. Mm-hmm and dependency, and it's it's certainly hard to try to balance kids and all that the school is asking of parents right now. Mm-hmm. It's It's very easy to let your marriage fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We also have people that are losing jobs and mm-hmm. there's a lot of uncertainty. I mean, we most certainly all can find ourselves in locked rooms. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And Bloom, I want you to know that you are held in prayer, Mm -hmm. that we're praying for you, that your leadership, your staff, your pastors are praying for you. And what we're praying is that you would experience the shalom. Mm -hmm. You would experience the God who shows up on the other side of the locked door. When we come out of this, we will come out of it hopefully as resurrected people, as people who have countered Christ in deep places we will also come out of it knowing the depths at which we need to be healed Mm -hmm. from marriages to family to jobs to Mm self-concept to depression, anxiety all these things Mm -hmm. and and the healer is among us and with us and in us and works through us and we know that we will emerge inspired and we will emerge wounded and we will Mm -hmm. emerge into a world that is also wounded Mm -hmm. and we will be the church together and for the sake of the world Mm
2: -hmm. whatever that looks like
0: yeah Mm
2: And so, Bloom, gathering our prayers and our praises into one, let us pray as Christ our Savior taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever.
0: Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you humbled yourself in taking the form of a servant and in obedience died on the cross for our salvation. Give us the mind to follow you and to proclaim you as Lord and King to the glory of God the Father. Amen. And bloom, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and bring you peace. And may the peace of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be among you and remain in you always. Go in peace to love and serve Jesus.